This is Ken and Curtis on WEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Oh, that's not many. Not many of you guys in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, Brad Foe is here. It's Ken Curtis on your Christmas Eve. Santa Claus coming indeed. Will there be a new quarterback under the Christmas tree at Patriot Place tomorrow? How's that? Man, that's old. That's old. Nineteen nineties Northeastern Ken Laird, right there. <laughs> yeah, that is the blues man at uh, WRBB. <laughs> what? Uh, by the way, what did you? What was at the top of your Christmas list? And uh, don't give me like, oh, a new offensive coordinator. It's a one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. New co-host, or Curtis replacing? <laughs> no, there you go. Unwrap it early. I'm kidding. Curtis is my man. Well, now, quick question. Oh, you didn't answer my question. I what do you? Want? I don't need anything. Not a thing in the world I need, Rob. <laughs> Man, you are just good you're, sports talk. You were a life. bad poker player because you had like about five twitches going on in your face right when you said that. <laughs> That's just my look. Now, Mac Jones, is he playing for his future today and the next three games? Is his future on the line or has it been decided? So the news today, Bill O'Brien emerging as a strong option to be offensive coordinator next year. So it certainly seems like some of those questions have been answered, Rob, and the Bill has a plan for the OC. But how confident are we that Max the guy you heard Giardi say there in that clip if you're just joining us on of Fitzy and Hart yesterday they have not shown they are married to Mac Bill treated Cam much differently for whatever reason Mac is playing for his job Giardi would not be shocked to see Zappy today if they need him to win this game so could you see a scenario where they move on from Mac after two years won a playoff year 10 and 7 record Makes the postseason fifteen and thirteen right now overall. Um, you know it's it's possible. Can right? I tell? Can I? This report this morning from Rappaport that one line that you mentioned about the whole you know idea that that they were just waiting out Bill O'Brien leaving Alabama. He didn't say that, but that's what it is insinuated. Yep. They're just waiting out the agreement Bill O'Brien has with Alabama. Going to land with the Patriots. Matt Patricia placeholder. It changes everything, including what you're asking about Mac Jones, because Mac Jones can keep going down this road of being, eh, eh, or they can look at it and say, hey, you know what? Mac Jones, we admit this isn't the, the best Mac Jones, but he's also dealing with this scenario, which we acknowledge is not a great scenario. It, this has not worked out with Matt Patricia. They're they're admitting it, blame. They're admitting right, they, right. So they my po- back so my so my point is is that even if he sort of keeps going down this road, they can look at it the same thing that we said at the outset, which is Mac Jones can be a competent quarterback with a competent offensive coordinator, much like he was last year. And maybe no matter what happens this year, this is answering your question. No matter what happens this year, that's how they view it for next year. But you also have. Patriots alumni lashing out at his behavior on the field. And if Bill is upset about that, that's part of the equation too. 
How's he? How's he been inside the the room? Which how's- alumni has been more vocal? The Patriots alumni versus Mac Jones, or the Red Sox alumni versus uh, not signing Xander Bogarts? There great, you go. great point. Yeah, I mean Ortiz spoke out a bit, but not. I like, mean, well, he's gone. He has. He's gone silence since. in. Uh, but I mean, I think every you know all the narratives and all the sound bites that we have going back to <laughs> going back to spring, going back to spring training. I mean, yeah. we know, but but uh, I I think that for fans, you know, it's great to hear from alumni. The, but these are the, the least impactful people when it comes to the, the decision makers. If if you know what was sneaky important was a Trent Brown like. Yeah, I think so too. You he, know, he's liking that they're interested in Jimmy G and Brady. The, yeah, the tweet saying mm-hmm. they something to the effect of like they should go after should Jimmy go after, G or yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, which so, also explains a lot about, about his performance. But it, at the same time, they like, well, is Trent Brown going to be here next year? Probably not. Maybe not. Let's go back to the phone. 617-779-7937. Brock in Middleboro. Hi, Brock. Uh, how's it going? Merry Christmas and everything. Hey, you, man. Um, so this game could be ugly, and Mac Jones still sees the end of the game. However, if we go back to what we were sold on him, he doesn't have the best arm. He's not the most athletic, but he's the most NFL ready. He's got what it takes between the ears. He's got the decision-making and the composure. He's the, he's the quarterback we need. However, if they're losing today because of his decision making. It's not dumb penalties. It's not the line. It's not the receivers. It's his fault that they're losing today. We're going to see Zappy because the, it, there's, there's been too many instances where his decision making, which is what was supposed to be his best attribute, has been in question whether it's on or on the side, you know, on the field or on the sideline. But if it's not a good game, and it's not his fault. They'll see the end. If it is his fault, I think we're going to see Bro- Zappi. Bro- Brock, tell me your opinion on this statement, that if Bailey Zappi comes into this game, that next year that's to, that defines next year that you are not going to have either Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi as a starting quarterback for the Patriots. Because I don't think they're going to – I don't think they look at Bailey Zappi as the answer for next year. And as I said, I think if they bench Mac Jones, see you later. If they bench Mac Jones, it's because they don't look at him as the answer. Right, that's my point. That's my point. So if Bailey Zappi comes in today, you will have a different quarterback for the 2023 Patriots. 100%. There you go. Wow. And then, who is that? Tom Brady. Let's go to Steve at Fall River. Steve, good morning. To say changing Bill O'Brien or bringing in Tom Brady is like rearranging the the deck chairs on the Titanic is an understatement. It would have to be changed to rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic, the Andrews Dory, and the Costa Concordia twice. This is nonsense. You said that there's a problem. There's a problem with the offense. The problem with the offense is the offensive line. Tell me if I'm wrong. And the quality of receivers and the game plan and the play design. Who came up, who created all these issues? Who's the ultimate problem for all these issues? The offensive line, that, can, that we can't have anybody that can play. We're, we're drafting uh, Cole Strange. Should I answer it, Rob? Oh, you could answer it. Who's the, who's the main guy behind all this? Who's the, know, who's the per- yeah, no, you don't know? I'm, I'm joking. Well, Ted, go ahead. Ted Bill Belichick. Yeah, Ted Bill Belichick is Offensive line is absolutely another thing they have to fix, no question about it. Okay, there's four things that he's bungled up, and he's going to be the guy that's going to fix all this. 
Going, it was not crazy to move on from Tom Brady. We know in hindsight that he, was, he had a few years left, but it wasn't insanity to move on from this guy. You had to turn the page to move this franchise forward. To go back to Brady, who I love, and stay with Belichick is going backwards. That's not moving forward. Right now we're going sideways. Well, the only way we move Steve, forward. Steve, I I va- listen, I value your opinion tremendously. Uh, but I, I, so I will ask you this question: Of all the things that you mentioned, which is the top priority? Which is the one thing that should be prioritized the most? The organization of the decision making of the team, which is Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick must be removed. He's moving. I just gave you all the reasons. There's a problem with this offense and Mac Jones, and it all lays on the feet of Bill Belichick and his decision making. Now. If you tell me there's a history here where he can, you could show me why he's going to do better than be a 500 coach in his 11 seasons after this one without Tom Brady, I'd like to hear what it is. The guys, I mean, it's just, you've got, you got history here. You can't fluff off, oh, uh, the Cam Newton year was a reset, blah, blah, blah. No, you've got the totality here. We had the worst offseason of the division, Rob, and now we're the worst literally going to be the worst team in the division. There's a, that's not an accident. That's a direct line. You also brought up uh, Tom Brady saying this isn't the Rishay Caldwell uh, year. Rishay Caldwell played in 06 and, and dropped the ball in the championship game. You remember that? Yes. Okay. So in the offseason of 2006-7, what, what did the Patriots do in their team-building meeting? Nothing. They waited until something happened, serendipity, that, that, that Randy Moss blew his way out of Oakland, and well, then they the, traded and, for him. And, and by the way, wait, wait, no, 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 Steve, 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 Steve. They also got Wes Welker. Okay, but the biggest move was. Oh, and we didn't you know can't who say okay. Was, I mean, the they way. did exactly West opposite Welker of what you just said. Nothing, they, they, West, corrected, wait a they corrected themselves by getting Wes Welker. And Randy Moss. That's what they did. No, they got they more didn't talent. Correct themselves. They went out and got Wes Welker, who was a ho-hum move at the time. No one knew who Wes Welker was. That wasn't an impactful thing. The impactful thing turned out to be Randy Moss, and the only way they got him was just like a lottery ticket, like Brady. He, he flew his way out of, out of Oakland. That's the way you build a team? But, Steve, That qu- was question. serendipity. That's not, that's, not, that's not team building. Steve, can I ask you a the question? Blue was he blew his way out of Oakland after the draft, after everything happened. Steve, what if O'Brien yes. is the coach in waiting, co-coach? Bill coaches enough to catch Shula, but they give O'Brien power. Is that okay? Bill, Bill Belichick's going to take three or four years to catch Shula. Who's going to let him wait? Is, John, is Jonathan Kraft really going to let Bill Belichick do this to this team? Yes, yes. He's hey, Steve, listen, like, I want you to feel good about yourself, but I'm going to say this. You were absolutely wrong about Wes Welker. They gave up a second-round pick for him. It wasn't like, oh, who's this guy? They gave up a second-round pick for him. Well, He's gone. I, no coincidence. Let's go to Diane. Where are you, Diane? Orange. Where's Orange? Orange is in Western Mass. Ah. Well, thank you for calling. And Happy holidays. Thank Ken's you. Huge first, first time I've ever called. We appreciate and it. And watching the, watching the Patriots since I used to sit in the empty stands watching Doug Flutie. So I'm a little on the elderly side. That's okay. But uh, I am so disappointed in the Patriots. 
Um, I want Bill Belichick gone. I've wanted him gone for years, and he has disappointed me at every turn. I think uh, Brady ran the team. I don't think Belichick has a clue what he's doing. What if Brady comes back, Diane? What if Brady comes back? Brady's got, what, one or two years left, maybe? Sure. But I don't think Belichick's got anything left. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I know. I think he's ask, terrible. Ask, ask Diane the question you asked me about the 1 to 10 thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, for Belichick or Brady? Both. Okay, scale of 1 to 10, Belichick. Where is he now in terms of his ability? 10 being at the height of his powers. Four. Okay, how about Brady? How about Brady? Seven. Oh, there you go. You could win with a seven and a four. Bring them back together. I can't, I can't stand what he's doing to Mac Jones. I think it's imp- – I, I can't stand it. You put a young kid out there, You got. he's got nothing, No, nobody leading him. You put him out there and you sink or swim. I don't think Belichick knows how to coach him. Will you be Why watching is today, Diane? Offensive coordinator. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a question. What are you, are you going to watch today? I'm going to watch, but it's the last game I'm watching. Okay. Do you also de- do you all, Diane? Last question. Do you also defer to YouTube when figuring out how to wrap presents like Ken does? <laughs> I bet Diane. I don't even know how to use YouTube. <laughs> that's fair. You see, you're well <laughs> out of the game. I'm, I'm from the old generation. You just know how to wrap the presents. The only game I went to this year was I went to the one that Brady, it was supposed to be his last game in Foxborough, and it rained like hell. Yeah. And I sat there in the rain because it was important. Yeah. But watching Belichick bring this team down the dirty road, I can't stand it. Well, try to enjoy the weekend and your holiday, all right, Dan? I will. Thank you very much. Great to hear from you. Thanks for calling. There you Franklin go. Franklin County. I, I haven't been heard of for, Forget about change the narrative Saturday. It's paved the road Saturday. Dirty roads. They can't lead them down the dirty road anymore. Right. Time for Joe Braverman to trend. At some point this hour, I do want to play the Brad Stevens commentary on Joe Missoula's future. Celtics a nice bounce back win last night. I, there were points in this game where it didn't look good. And I'm, you know, just, you start thinking like, are they ever going to win again? As good as the start was, they're in a funk here. I would suspect that they would win again. Okay, yes. so they do. Uh, but they got Giannis coming up Sunday. It's going to get tougher. Philly's starting to get hot. Nets are getting hot. There are some good teams in the East. And they have a coach right now who is an interim. Well, as we said last year, at this point last year, everyone thought that Ime Adoka was the worst coach in the NBA. He was well, well all over his head. That's true. Celtics were bad, and then boom, everything He changed. was leading them down the, dir- the dirty road. He was. It was an earth- down the- <laughs> It was a dirty <laughs> and then, road. And then it became dirty again. And, of course, it's football all day, leading you up until Patriots and Bengals at 1 o'clock. WEI Football Saturday, Ken and Bradfoe. There you got your classic McCartney. we got Springsteen in this morning, Rob. Did you watch the Howard Stern, Bruce Springsteen interview? No. On Netflix? No. Good? Yeah. I mean, Scale I- of 1 to 10. Height of Stern Powers. Where is he? Uh, I mean, seven. <laughs> but I, yeah, I've said this to you before. Like I, the, the Stern interviews fascinate me because you know you have to. The big thing that he has going for him is that when those people walk in, when Springsteen walks in, there's already like a respect. This isn't like the college kid running. He you know the college kid isn't going to run down the list of questions. Yeah, 
And so, but yeah, it's including the Brady one, by the way, very good interview with Brady. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a reason he does it. Number one. And and yeah, he knows that he's, there's an expectation from the other person being interviewed that you also have to be entertaining. That's a big part of it. Much like any time we do a baseballs and boring podcast, there's an expectation, Jonathan Papelbon, that you're going to have to be entertaining. He's your gambling guy. Papelbon. He's our gambling guy. Betting Betting isn't boring. Betting isn't boring. Every Friday. Yeah, every, well, yeah, every Friday, yeah. So he, he went on the limb and predicted the Mets were going to win the World Series this uh, this past week. Well, we're talking about Bill O'Brien possibly coming back. That's the big news this morning, obviously previewing Pats and Bengals. More calls on that on the way. Joe B., do you have the uh, the Stevens catch? Okay, so I want to talk about this real quick. Now, yesterday, Celtics win. Nice little bounce back. They were in a major funk. They lost, what, five or six? Going into the game last night, Jalen Brown emerges big fourth quarter. Yeah, the excuse of uh, flying across the country had sort of waned a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, when you lose back-to-back. Scal had, like, guaranteed it. They were not going to lose to Orlando. They lose to Orlando twice, and it just seemed like they forgot how to win. I mean, that's, I think that's what Tatum said, and they got Rob Williams back, and it wasn't helping, so the only win they had was the Lakers' comeback. But they do win last night against Minnesota. You got Giannis tomorrow. But in all this, you're starting to see at the it's the first adversity they had all year. Unbelievable start. But Missoula, I think people are starting to scratch their head, man, does he have the answers? Can he fix this? Is he the is he the long term guy? Um and Brad Stevens, who I know we love talking Brad Stevens, especially his disdain for captains on the team going oh, back many years. It's uh, we could do a whole show on his disdain for captains. I do enjoy his listening studies. to Brad. He's just something about him. He's um you would hire him as your coach. Yeah, I mean. Why? He's mockable, yet I respect him. You know, it's it's a weird, uh, something about him is interesting beyond the answers. His his sound bites are pretty boring and bland. Yeah. But I do feel like he's he's got good ideas, and he obviously is still a major decision maker with this organization, right? He seems to be a smart guy who is insecure in what he's doing, um, and for the most part, he's been right. He's been a good gm mm-hmm. that's very a, good GM. yeah I mean, he's been active he's pushing buttons he's trying he's, yeah i mean he's he's done what he you know he the good gm and not holding on to his 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 50 first round picks the carson edwards of the world you know those guys at age I, we can't give up those guys and he in brad stevens has done things that you know it's sort of like we talk about with the red sox with heim bloom and dave dombrowski and everything of getting the guys who you know are going to impact the current team. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Derek White trade. Good trade. Derek White trade. Um, yeah, so getting... Did, did not trade Brown or Tatum. Well, that, yeah, that was, was a big was thing. Pushed to do so. And, and, Maybe you know, tried. And, and also like going out, getting the piece, Malcolm Brogdon. So getting the guys that are going to impact the current team, which Ainge wasn't sort of... Ainge was more along the lines of what the Red Sox are doing. Yeah, you like, stopped doing anything. Yeah, like, oh, we got, you know, this guy, we got uh, the Aaron Neesmiths, and we got, and and and, and Stevens comes in, and, oh, no, Aaron Neesmith, we're, we're trading him. Gone. See right, ya. right. He'd become not trader daddy. Okay, so anyway, Brad's in a position of power. So the question, is this the biggest question right now? Is Missoula going to be the coach the rest of the year? I mean, unless they make a minor trade. If they... you had to do a uh, rating of, of Missoula, 1 to 10, the height of his powers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I th- he's at a 10 based on... You know, Off of last night, he's just he just seems nervous to me. He just generally seems nervous. Well, he's at a, he was a ten month ago. A month ago, he's at a ten. Yeah, 
Then he dropped to about a five a couple days ago. <laughs> now maybe he creeped it up to crept up to a six. But the, this clip, I think you're going to play with Brad Stevens. It, it we t- mentioned this the other day on the morning show, which is at what point does this sort of interim tag become a little bit of a hindrance? Yeah. And when do you sort of have to sort of fish or cut bait with this? Like they might ride this out. But if you get into the end of the year and you're going up and down and you have these bad spells and he's you have the interim coach, well, it's it's not really great. It's not a great situation. No, and you're concerned you're going to get out coached by whoever Spolstra or somebody in a playoff series. You know where you're going up against elite talent and you need somebody that is under fire going to be able to handle it. So anyway, what's the vote of confidence? Does Brad Stevens give him one? Here's the answer. What's the conversation like in terms of Joe's interim status and we remain interim all year until everything is situated? How, how does that situation go? We haven't really even like talked about it recently. Our focus has been on how to, you know, how to make this team and staff and give everything we need to make sure we're as good as we can be. He's running the show. Um, you know, the title is the title, but, you know, and we'll have updates at a later date on all that other stuff, but, um, you know, he's doing a good job, and, you know, he's running it like the head coach runs it. He's running it like the yeah, head coach you're missing, runs it. Yeah, but you're missing the – we'll have updates on the, that stuff later on. He's not lasting the year. That no, is, no, no, he is. I no, think, no, I think no, he's no, going to no. be named the, the head coach. I don't think so. I don't think so. They haven't talked about it. They have a they have a plan. They have a Bill O'Brien plan in waiting. Ooh, are they bringing back Jim O'Brien? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You can't go into the playoffs with Missoula against Budenholzer. Missoula. Why? Against, he's going to get out coached. How do you know that? I don't. We, I don't trust we, it. There's too uh, much uh, at stake. Uh, uh, There's too uh, much at stake. This is this is where I'm going to like just def- definitively pick apart your argument. A year ago. A year ago. The, these holiday shows that we were dominating, that we were asking Mike Milbury about shoe incidents and mm-hmm. Kendra and, and about, you know, she was calling we in. Yes, Milbury about Kendra? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, want, you want the two biggest items in, in sports? <laughs> sure. But back then, at this time last year, you would have said the same thing about Ime Adoka, the exact same thing. He was in over his head. He was a bad hire. He was calling out the team too much. And then you hit the new year, and they go on this run, and by the time you get the playoffs, he is legitimately out coaching the guys that you're talking about. Yeah, but he had way more pedigree. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He was he was a multi-year assistant. He was an assistant. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah, it makes a difference. And it actually was to his benefit to struggle early and then figure it out. Yes or mid-season. no? Yes or no? On December 24th, when I'm sure you weren't doing a show on December 24th last year. Probably was. Uh, Who's working on December 24th this year? You are. Thank you. Yeah, no, I give you a tremendous amount of credit. Thank you. And along with well. myself. And Joe Braverman. Uh, uh, yes, exactly. Um, but December 24th last year, no one was saying, oh, you know, he has the Popovich pedigree. Give him give him a break. No, you know what we've seen? doesn't make a difference. You know what he wasn't? He wasn't interim. That was not his t- right, title. but I'm just saying all the things that you just said about about Missoula, like well, what's going to happen when he hits the playoffs? He's going to be out coached. We were saying that about Adoka. No, we weren't. And Wick oh. Grosbeck is Joe. Can we pull up the tapes, please? <laughs> There's no way Wick and Pags and their quest for Banner 18 are going to risk the season going under because of Missoula in the playoffs. There will be a seasoned veteran coach added. I don't know who it is. What are you pointing at, Joe? <laughs> 
So, All Joe Burrow's walking in. Joe, yeah, we, the, the Joe Burrow walk in with what he's wearing is always a thing now. So he just walked in with uh, an ugly Christmas sweater. It looked like the um, what's the guy from the com- the, the um, show, The Community, oh. with a mustache. Um, but that, that's the guy. That, that's the guy who was on Joe Burrow's yeah. ugly Christmas sweater. That was that guy's name. Yeah. So anyway, that's who was on his sweater. Gotcha. Good. So anyway, I, I, Does, he I, I don't... Does he look ready? Joe Burrow's hot. One thing, what, caller before, back to the Patriots Bengals. Since you derailed <laughs> that was, that was the, a big the Missoula conversation. Somebody said Patriots have nothing going for them today. But that's not true. What they have is Judon, Uche, and Joe Burrow gets hit a lot. Correct? Burrow takes sacks, Patriots deliver sacks. Not not last week for Judon, but that is the key. Why to the are whole we game. talking about Ted Karras' homecoming? Yeah, we should be. Gregan wrote a big story about that. Yeah, well, Belichick's folly. Well, let, that was the thing. That was a, how did that team? We go back to that Super Bowl team. How did that team with such a bad offensive line, which was getting their quarterback killed left and right? How did they ever make it as far as they did? But they did, and then they shored it up with the, the, the likes of Ted Karras. Good for them. But uh, yeah, but they're still not that great. So you think Missoula's the guy? I don't. <laughs> wow, like the bobbing and weaving all over the place. 207 texter. I wonder if the Celtics are taking the Red Sox approach with Cora, where they brush it under the rug until next year, then try to bring Ime Odoka back with little fanfare. I, I'm tr- I'm desperately trying to think about how what how the correlation, correlation with Cora is. Well, Cora was a cheater, and you know he was persona non grata. When that Different report obviously. came out. They basically moved on they from moved Alex Cora. There the was no like they had a plan. They had a long term plan. They were oh, they're saying back. that like that they, they were gonna they, Ron Renicky is gonna suck, right. And we're gonna bring back. I don't think Renicky was, was the case. Patricia. Renicky was Matt Patricia. Temporary. No, no, no. I I could give other examples, but that's not a good example. All right, back to the calls. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Ed and Wellesley. Good morning, Ed. Hey guys. Good morning. Hey, uh, first off, what was, what was wrong with Ron Renicky? <laughs> he was electric. I mean, um, <laughs> right, Ken? Can you pull up those ratings nice, nice of the manager? Nice Great guy. Um, just I'll go. I'll go quick here. But um, in terms of the Celtics head coach, it's I, I don't think coaching makes that big of a difference in the NBA. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's still there. Um, the other two things I want to say real quick. One, Ken, well done by working on uh, Christmas Eve. I mean, that's showing true leadership. I appreciate leaders that. lead by example. And it either so it shows that, or there were no other options. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the that's the other question. What did Bradford do? To get <laughs> Was either Rob Solo or, or me? Or Rob? Well, that falls on the no other options. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, there we go. So um, the so I have to set a couple things aside. Set the Bill O'Brien thing aside, set aside um, whether or not Belichick can bring one, you know, his son with him, Steve. But couldn't you see a scenario where Belichick goes to Kraft and says, hey, listen, been here a long, long time. And by the way, I, I raised this with Wiggy the other day. I'm still trying to figure out what his answer was. But um, I, uh, I'm i curious to, to hear what you guys think. I mean, 25, 28 years in one place is a long time. And, um you know, I'm sure he wants to win a Super Bowl. It does feel like it's a ways away here. So, love to hear what you guys have to say. So, your question is, would Bill tell Kraft he wants out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it makes it easier for Kraft because Kraft doesn't want to pull. He's not going to pull a plug in this guy. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think you're right, Ed. I think would Bill, would Bill quit before the Shula record is what he's asking. I mean, would he go somewhere else and try to catch that record? I, 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 it's, it's weird because obviously Bill Belichick is never, ever going to talk about this. But it just sort of feels like this is the path. This is the this is the carrot at the end of the stick for him. 
the the Shula record. And every but you don't think it means something to him? Oh no, that's what I mean. It does absolutely mean something to him. And and I do feel like he in in way back in the recess of his mind when he has a game like he did in Las Vegas, he's like, oh man, really? I have to stay another game like five years from now. That you have to if that's your end game, that's your goal. Here's a good question for you. I'll tell you Bill, this: people well, hate the Pittsburgh for, references. All right, forget it. Real quick. All right. Did you have something good? Good. I had no, no. Go ahead. No, you're the one who's working on New, on Christmas Eve. As someone who grew up in Pittsburgh, yeah. you know, people hate the Pittsburgh references, and I totally get it. I try not to do it, but it's a very good comparison. The end of Chuck Knoll in the '80s was very painful. He stuck around too long. He lost his star quarterback, and the organization just floundered for a decade. And it took them a long time to get back. So I don't think Kraft would ever get rid of him. But there is a danger in staying too long. We've seen it elsewhere, right? I mean, it's an obvious possibility. And there's also the the lack of uh, enticement for players to come to New England. And people can say, oh, I don't want to play for Bel-. But there is still, like, when they were rolling, they didn't care if Bill Belichick was going to coach them hard. And I understand. It always comes back to money, and that's mm-hmm. how they got the flurry of guys they got a couple years ago. That's how they got the great John Smith to come here. Right. But, but you know, but for instance, Odell Beckham. When before, let's say five years ago, if he was out there shopping his wares, guys like him were always linked to the Patriots, always. And a lot of times the Patriots would scoop him up. Now, not even close. What about Billy O? If Billy O'Brien is seen as the heir apparent, the coach in waiting, does he help the organization attract free agents knowing there's a plan beyond Bill? Not only Bill O'Brien does, but I think it just helps because you win, and when you win, it makes people want to come to your winning organization one thing about o'brien he is a belichick tree guy yeah so that's always a concern why just because they typically haven't done very well in other places as as, coordinators they do fine but he did okay in houston but some people view his houston tenure with deshaun as underachieving he he was a terrible gm shine was praising o'brien because he took brock osweiler oh oh my goodness i was uh, the brock osweiler love or uh, how about lou anarumo (laughs) <laughs> Shime loves Brock Can we put Osweiler. up that poll? Which was a better job, the Cincinnati defense coordinator or Bill O'Brien making the playoffs <laughs> with Brock Osweiler? Um, yeah, get, real quick. So is O'Brien going to be universally loved and respected right away? Great hire, like everybody yes, says. Yeah, awesome. because, yeah, because it's 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 as coordinator. You yes, could, but coach, he were, no, not as a head coach. I mean, they did was, a great th- job at Penn State. No doubt about that. There will that. still be some people like, yeah, you got Bill O'Brien as head coach. No one's going to uh, – What's a lot the of people white whale? Frable? Oh, will you let me finish? Sorry, go ahead. I had two good points. I'm about to lose my great, great point. Go ahead. Anyway, offensive coordinator, Bill, Bill O'Brien on the Ken Laird 1-10 poll, he's an 8. Yeah, he's a 9. Okay, he's an 8.5, 9. He's an overqualified as a head, coordinator. As a head coach, he's viewed as a 6. Great point. All right, thank you. And the other thing I was going to say about 15 minutes ago was <laughs> Bill, Bill Belichick. You talk about him leaving. If he left, so let's say he makes $20 million a year now. Mm-hmm. Is that what he makes? That's reportedly, yes. Okay, $20 million. Could he make more going somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Of course he could. Yeah. Look at some of these boobs that in the NFL. God, even he, the ones that like start could, well and flame he, he, out. Cliff Kingsbury. He would make $50 million a year managing the Mets right now. By the way, Sean Payton, <laughs> there was a report this morning that Sean Payton already has a staff ready to go. He has assembled a new st- He is ready to go to the highest bid. Ron Burgundy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Channel 3 news team is ready to assemble. <laughs> Who's the guy with the mustache? I can't think of the name. Oh. Uh, I see his in, pictures here. In community. I know. 
Well, not Anthony Michael Hall, right? Not the... <laughs> No. What was the character he no, played? Oh, he did a lot of things. I a texter know. suggested Chevy Chase. No, no, oh, no, no. Come on. This is going to take me two seconds. It's like Ron. Ron. Ron, Ron in Community. Ron, yes. Ron. Yeah. He's in, yes. That's on, St- well, that's on Joe. Or <laughs> I just told you, Ron. What's, well, what's his, his real his name? actor name, yeah. Oh, you mean Nick Offerman? Yes, Nick okay, Offerman. That's Parks and Recreation. Parks and Rec. That's not Community. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like an offshoot or something, right? I'm sorry. Great call, Jeff. Uh, I apologize. I, I I apologize a million times. But Nick Offerman's the guy. Joe Burrow is wearing a picture of Nick Offerman on his sweater as he's walking into Foxborough. Uh, it should make every Patriot fan nervous because that is a baller move. And he's got ballers at receiver. And, and you know, this is another thing. Mac Jones, stop being boring. Stop being boring. Stop like t- having like the fifth level of Mac Jones friends. Like, no, no, he's very, he's very witty. He's very funny and everything else. Please come in. If he had any sense of humor, he would be walking in on Joe Burrow Day, walking with chains flowing off no, of his no, neck. No, I don't want that. I want serious Mac. Today. Oh, you want I like want business? You, Mac. you want you want Mac Jones draft night Mac? Yep. You That's do. Just how sports work? Yep. I want serious, focused. Ready to take on the world, Mac. Then no, uh, see, ugly sweater Joe is going to get wrecked today. Uche is going to be all over him. He's take this is a trap game for Burrow, <laughs> big trap game. That might be your best nickname yet, ugly sweater Joe, ugly kid Joe. All right, it's Ken and Bradfield. Uh Game is at one. Kyrie Thompson going to check in from July. But you are letting me do. You are letting me announce the inactives. You'll announce them, but Kyrie will react to them at eleven. Fair enough. Ken and Bradfoe on your football Saturday. You know how I know my son is my son? Because he just called me asking me on on Christmas Eve day if I knew what coat size my dad was. <laughs> You're a last-minute guy. Uh, what do you think I'm going after this? I have to burn the first half of the Patriots. Well, I hope you have day. wrapping paper because I went out this morning. Let me just tell you. It is tough to find. Wrapping paper is the least of my concerns. Oh, you actually want the gifts. The desperation on Christmas Eve at the mall is just, it's, it's something. We used to go, tradition, kind of a family tradition, every year just to watch other people on Christmas wait, Eve. Wait, just go out to the mall. Wait, 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 You're a mall watcher like Shime? Well, just on Christmas Eve. Wait, the Laird family used to go, not to shop, but just to watch people? Yeah, I used to go with my brothers and sometimes my buddies. It was just became a thing. I imagine you and your brothers just like at the movie theaters with a bucket of popcorn, just like watching. That is... Be- that is bizarre. It's so fun. Yeah, you go, if you if you have all your shopping done today and you're just in relaxed mode, do it. Just and go see, out and see the panic in the people's eyes. Yeah, just people. There's nothing on the shelves. Ninety five percent of them are males, by the way. And you feel so good about yourself because all your stuff's done. It's my, just shot in the, so my, the best level. My our tradition was my dad would always take us to a movie. Oh, so, Christmas so, Eve movie or Christmas Day? Yeah, movie. Christmas. No, Christmas, Christmas, Eve, Christmas Eve day. So my mom could basically like get everything, all the wrapping wow. done. That's nice. Yeah. So I remember seeing the the uh, Tom Cruise's first movie, Taps. Wow. Yeah. What's in the movie uh, theater this weekend? What's, I, is the well, new Avatar's up? Every, it, here's here's what I've learned. Whatever is in the movie theater is going to be on Netflix in a week later. It's crazy. Like the I just saw the the new Knives Out movie that Tangway's not in. How did he not get picked up for the sequel? Because it was in Greece. They were not flying him to Greece. <laughs> He was a key part of that movie. <laughs> he was a key part of it. Uh, All right. Back but to no, but, but anyway, so I saw that yesterday on Netflix. Oh, you did? Yeah. You, is, does it live up to this uh, first one? No. Well, it's, 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 it's well don't tag me. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Now, Patriots-Bengals today. 
Must win. 36% odds if you win. Creates a win and you're in scenario next week. Not really, but I'm playing it out this way because the Bills, I don't think they're going to be playing for much in week 18. I think they're going to be resting starters. They'll have the bye locked up. I see the Chiefs stumbling today against Seattle. Right here, calling for the straight-up upset. Geno and Seattle in Kansas City pull the upset today. Big games today, though. And Bills are at the Bears, and the weather's terrible there. The Browns and Saints weather is awful. So there's a lot of games at one. Do people have time to sit down and watch these games today? It's it's a tough one. What, well, I mean, Including the crowd at Gillette is going to be interesting you, to see. You don't, Christmas Eve, it's, is it, it's not like Christmas night. Christmas night, you have nothing going on. Christmas Eve, you have stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, it's busy. So do you think the NFL screwed up? They should have just kept every all the games on Sunday? No, I I mean Christmas Christmas Eve day is fine to have games. For, unless you're going to the mall to watch people like Ken Lair <laughs> and his buddies. <laughs> where, hey, where, you're where, in Western PA. You're where, looking for things to do. Were you okay? wearing like the were you wearing like the uh, Canadian tuxedo when you were doing it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Tomorrow, uh Dolphins play. One o'clock. It's the only one o'clock game. Dolphins four point favorites with Green Bay, Rodgers, and Green Bay in town. So that's not a bad game for one o'clock. And then Brady at uh, Arizona at night. By the way, today we will pick up Fitzy and Harder in for six rings post game after the game, uh, four until six. And then we're going to pick up the end of Eagles and uh, Cowboys. Good game there. 13 to one Philly at 10 and four Dallas. So we'll get the second half of that game here. And then tonight. And, and, and Philadelphia Steelers. can lock up the number one seed in the NFC, right? With a win. I believe that's true. That is true. All right, 617-779-7937. Inactive's coming up at 1130. Rob will announce those, and there are some to watch for. Mm. Joe Braverman has been updating you on that throughout uh, Twitter today. We had the picture of Joe Burrow coming in in the ugly sweater. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman on the uh, uh, chest. What do you call him? Something, something Joe? Ugly sweater Joe. Ugly sweater Joe. Is he the best quarterback in the AFC? Where do you put him between Mahomes, Allen? If you were going to rate him 1 to 10, Mac what, what, what would be the height of his powers? <laughs> is he better than last year? Well, he's, he is hot. The Bengals are good. This is the, That's the unfortunate part of that. Well, Raiders Jamar Chase is back. and yeah, they're, They are rolling. There's, it's, uh, but the wind, the weather, could be a little bit of a mitigating uh, factor in that today. I just have a feeling. I got a, I got a Patriots feeling today. You, do you? Yes. What is Patriots you, and Seahawks? You today. have uh, definitively said that the Patriots have a thirty-six percent chance of making the playoffs if they uh, if they win, mm-hmm. right? Correct. They control their destiny. If they win out, if they lose, what is the the percentage of their making the chance that they make the playoffs? I have that for you right here. Do you really? I believe it's six percent. Six percent. Uh, six point nine percent. This is such so huge. This is so huge in terms of the interest of this team. I mean, it just oh, yeah. is, no doubt. And well, see. We say interest, what's at stake? So Mac Jones' future is at stake with how he plays these last three weeks. But if fans check out... But that's what I mean. It's not as obviously it doesn't make much of a difference Well, how he plays against the Dolphins and Bills to finish. Well, uh, particularly when you... Let's go back to the report that we... The, um, the Rappaport report from earlier today that Bill O'Brien... That it was understood that he was going to ride out these two years, this last year with Alabama. Everyone understood that. That was the agreement. Bill Belichick also understood it. He was not going to poach him. So there is this thought, which I think has a lot of merit to it, which is 
You had Matt Patricia. The plan all along, Matt Patricia was a placeholder until Bill O'Brien rode this out. So you don't make the playoffs. You have to ride out these last couple games. Um, it doesn't make it, 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 it. Everything turns to 2023. Yeah. Every even, and I'll say it again. Unless he's benched, which I don't think he will be. Unless he's benched. No matter how Mac Jones does, they're going to say, "Well, we'll see how he does with a different with Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator." So you think Mac's back? Yeah, I think Mac's back. No Jimmy G, no Brady. I, I just don't not see that because Kraft I, doesn't put a call in, not even the check. No, because I, I think the way they view it is that Mac Jones, with a good offensive coordinator, will be good enough, much like we thought he was last year, going through with Josh McDaniels. So, yeah, I think he's back because. Finding these guys is so difficult. It's so hard. Yeah. By the way, there is a report out. I don't want to uh, scoop your inactives. Oh. But Jordan Schultz is reporting the Patriots have an interesting plan with Damian Harris today. He will dress and be available as an emergency, but he's basically going to sit the game. So he's on the fence, but they're going to dress him. That's an odd strategy. Who said that? Jordan Schultz. Okay. NFL reporter. Okay. Um, or the score. It, it is. So you're basically playing with a man down. You're playing a man down. I don't it, like that. You have, you have so little confidence in Pierre Strong Jr. <laughs> I guess. And, uh, and Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris. That seems that doesn't seem very Belichickian. Or, uh, yeah, I guess if they feel like Stevenson gets hurt, we have to put him in because the game means too much. So we don't want to be caught relying on those guys that you mentioned, you know. But that's the – so – He's got a thigh issue, hasn't played since week 12, Damian Harris. so And we, we talk about 2023, Damian Harris is a free agent. Damian Harris, disappointing, man. Like, disappointing. It's because he, you go back to last year, he was thought of, oh, this guy's a rising star. Why Ramondre Stevenson was, remember, last year at the beginning of the year, he was fumbling, he couldn't get off the bench. Yeah. Damian Harris was tearing it up. He looks like a guy who is going to be a, a in a, a next or top tier running back in the NFL, and the guy just can't stay healthy. Fifteen touchdowns last year. Yeah, and he, he just he's been totally usurped by Dre. And uh, you know what? If I'm a team, I sign him. Yeah, you take a shot at him. I mean, the, the, he was a third round pick, though. It's not like he was expected to be the. But savior. he's when he plays, he's good. He is good. He's solid. But Stevenson's better. Would you argue that? Well, yeah, because first of all, he's a better pass catcher. Yep, and. This is one of the Better things. Catch, this is what yeah. one of the things that gets swept under the rug in the Sin City Miracle or whatever. What, what it was Las that? Vegas Lateral. Las Vegas Lateral. Ramondre Stevenson. Holy mackerel! What a game he had. Mm-hmm. Big game, and he'll yeah. need one today. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Enact is at eleven thirty. Pat's talk up until kickoff. I do want to get a Bradfoe Red Sox minute in next. Can we do that? <laughs> I don't uh, Can we expand on the Evaldi reporting? A little we, bit we, here? We can. I mean, Do they have a plan? Do they have a Bill O'Brien plan? MLB here? Network has me slated for uh, 1130. I can oh, squeeze you in. Excellent. Yeah. We'll do that next.